Oh, hey everyone, welcome to our very first episode of 90s Tunes. It's a look back at CDs from the 90s, or maybe you have tapes. Hey, maybe some albums, some records. Nobody had albums in the 90s. Did they? Some people did. You? No, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) But we are, like I said, we're going to take a look back at some albums from 90s and the first album that we wanted to do was big shiny tunes too Woohoo! <laughs> we're um, not why this one i think this is a good reason behind it yeah well why don't you explain it because i totally forgot well i think it's one of the two cds that we both had a copy of yes we both had big CD collections, but not a lot of duplicates, and this is one of them, so... That is true. Yes, yeah. so I think it just seemed fitting then to start start off with that one. Plus, it was it was a great CD. It was a great CD. It was a great album. Iconic? I don't know if that... Maybe. Can you be an icon if it's singles? Maybe not, but... Maybe, Um but I think for Canadians, it was maybe iconic because of the whole CD collection of Big Shiny yes. Tunes. Yes. So did I already say we're going to do Big Shiny Tunes too? Not one, <laughs> two. <laughs> Let's start off our first show with a second album in a compilation. Exactly. So this was released in 1997. The end, December. <laughs> yes. Which I think maybe I got it as a Christmas gift. I'm not sure. I feel I must have because I remember really soon, like, I remember having it around then, if not right, you know, maybe I bought it with Christmas money or something, but I remember having it at least that January. Maybe. maybe hearing it. Was it on Columbia House? We wouldn't have got it that soon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how new releases work with Columbia House. I just remember like 15 CDs for a penny. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I think we're going to be talking a lot about Columbia House as this <laughs> podcast goes along. But what do you think the biggest hit was off this? I want to say Semi-Charmed Kind of Life. No, it's just called Semi-Charmed Life. <laughs> by, I will call it. By Third Eye Blind? Yeah. That's a good pick. I, I was thinking it was going to be Radiohead Paranoid Android. No, that's not a big hit from them, I don't think. Except for... like. Well, that's... I just think... I thought Radiohead was big at the time, and that's why I thought. And there's different ways of looking at the biggest hit. We're just looking at the Canadian charts because we're Canadian, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So I did look up the biggest hit from this, and it was really close. Fly by Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Blur? Sorry. Yeah, it was between that uh, Blur song, too, and Fly by Sugar Ray. I think Blur Song 2 probably won out on the Canadian charts because it was very well played at hockey games. Yeah. I actually forgot that 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 wasn't the very first song on the CD. I really thought it started with woohoo, but no, it didn't. (laughs) No. So it reached number one ranking on Canadian rock alternative albums. And then it ended the year at number two. Well, Sugar Ray reached number one as well, but ended the year at number six. Canadian top singles chart. So, um, and we still have Mark McGraw. I think. I think he's still on like an entertainment show. Or uh, oh, Sirius XM. Where we get like the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, he's still around. <laughs> free preview twice a year. Yeah, on the car in the car. So also rumored to date Madonna. There's like I saw a documentary a couple weeks ago where Weird Al was dating Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want to say I heard a story, and I don't know where I heard this, and it's actually kind of vulgar, so I don't know if I should, where he made a reference to dating Madonna and, like, sniffed his two fingers or something, or, like, betting Madonna. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know where I heard that. I don't know if there, and if I'm just perpetuating some rumor that, like, please don't sue us, Madonna or Mark McGraw. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm just kind of, uh, ever since I heard that, I just didn't look at him the same way. Cool story, Frosted bro. tips. <laughs> frosted tips. One thing from the 90s that hopefully won't make a comeback, but you never know. I mean, I want to say they even, did they exist into the early 2000s? I feel they did. Possibly. I couldn't see why not. <laughs> I could. It's because they were terrible. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have, but yeah. So what do you remember about this album? Before we you even re-listen to it, pre a couple of things listening it listening to it before going out drinking big okay. thing because I was just nineteen at the time in November of ninety seven so I wasn't even close to drinking age but continue I don't know if this is quite the time I remember in January of ninety eight I saw Holly McNerland at UCCB at University College of Cape Breton I think it's called yeah you never told me this yeah. I barely remember the show because um, <laughs> I did I did some pre-drinking beforehand, probably listening to Big Shiny Tunes too. <laughs> and just like, and I just remember, I mean, it's never really gone away in our house, our household. Like it, we have listened to it or at least songs from it. Just how many hits after hits, like bangers after bangers. Bangers, eh? <laughs> Pull that one out. I don't know. Is that right? Is that the right use? So what about you? I, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking how much I probably listened to it playing video games yes. or at friends' houses. And all the songs on this are very recognizable for yes. me. And there's songs that I still listen to today, and I'd probably sing along to in the car with nobody else in the car with me. I really <laughs> enjoyed the album altogether. Like, I don't find that there was anything really bad on the album, but no. there was a lot of good stuff on the album. Yes. There were so many just big hits, and I wonder how they even got the copyright or licensing for that. I mean, much music wasn't that big, was it? Like, Well, I think they were big in Canada, yeah, though. But, so, just, but I think they put a lot of content, Canadian content on this. Yeah, but... So they probably could have brought the cost down. But I mean, it's in Prodigy from the UK, England, and yeah. so it's like Radiohead, and you yeah. know. So, But there were some... there. They, Obvious Canadian one. Obviously, yeah. there's Canadian. I wonder one. what the cost is to put a song like how much it costs them to put "Fly" by Sugar Ray yeah. versus "Remote Control" by Age of Electric, which is probably one of my favorite songs off the album. Oh, okay. So, now, do you have a favorite song off the album? No, I just feel like uh, almost like the first four or five songs to me are like one song. Almost like I can't hear one without okay. thinking of the other if I just hear it randomly. Yeah. Um, just sometimes the song will end. I will hear, say, Blur 2 end on the radio or something. I mean, song 2. And then in my head, semi, semi-term kind of life starts <laughs> up. I might not sing it, yeah. but yeah. so it's almost like one. I kind of, I kind of go for semi-term kind of life. Might be, might be my favorite okay. one. Uh, was my favorite one, but upon listening... Some, some things have changed, maybe. I, I think so, too. I feel the same way after re-listening. And I probably must have listened to this about 
five or six times over the last couple 10, weeks. 12 for me, yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> getting ready for this. Christmas and, break off. But, but since re-listening, I've grown accustomed to collect with soul, precious declaration. Mm-hmm. I've been really enjoy- enjoying that banger, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good song. So I, I've been growing, like, yeah, that's been growing on me. And the, my favorite, it's not even my favorite collective soul song. Gel is like one of my all time songs. And oh, I didn't know that about yeah, you. Yeah. I really like the song. So for this to grow on me, maybe more than gel, but probably not more than gel. I mean, I was a little surprised because at the time of him, I rolled my eyes, but Beautiful People was really good. And I mean, yeah. I, I remember Marilyn Manson. I just rolled my eyes at him. It's like, oh, this guy, he's just shocking like he's just trying to be shocking and I kind of like didn't care for that that wasn't my thing and but then and I actually listened more to beautiful people which was Uh on the cd and I always liked it but I like that kind of grew on me now like just I watched the video though, and it was so cringy. Like I just (laughs) I had to like not watch the video. Just it was yeah, I get that. But just how what a hard sounding song that is yet. And and it just kind of resonated with me, or reson, or how it resonated with how I felt in the nineties. Just like, okay. yeah, not popular and like, yeah. But it, okay. like, I know it said I resonated with it now as an adult, but looked at it as I thought growing up. Okay, yeah, if I that, see that. Does yeah. that? Yeah, I I have a question. Overall, like the whole CD, the whole listen, because it's not uh-huh. often we listen to a whole CD. Like yeah. we might listen to songs on YouTube. I have to say, I've listened to more full CDs over the last couple of years. With like, we use YouTube Music. Doesn't matter, Spotify or whatever. I yeah. find I listen to more whole albums now than I used to. Yeah, I sometimes do come to think of it. Or recently, the last couple, the last couple of months, really. But well, I guess being younger and putting a CD in the CD player, I'd listen to the whole album. Yeah. But then getting away from that with like downloading music and being able to pick and choose what songs, and now just getting back into the whole album experience. Yeah, because for a while, just listening to Google and be like, play this song, now this song, now this song. There's yeah. something, yeah. yeah. This might be a little controversial, but as a whole album, I find there's a shift in it about halfway and it loses almost its momentum to me. And I think it might be that maybe as I got ready, I didn't listen to the whole CD and like <laughs> near about halfway, it would just kind of be because I like I didn't take a lot to get ready. I didn't wear makeup at the time. And, you know, I think maybe yeah. I just listened I, to. I, I can see where you're going, like starting out with Prodigy and Blur and, and, and like Smash Mouth. Uh, yeah, I'll say that's like a good even beautiful song. people yeah. it's around numb which is a yeah. great song and all the songs are great that it starts to it shifts and yeah. it's just a more mellow and then it tries to pick up but like even like temptation by the tea party which mm-hmm. is a song again i really like it's still like his voice is so methodical maybe and i really like the song but yeah. i see where you're going where it could be brought down and or I wonder if they mixed it and maybe they did that kind of on purpose. Yeah. To, it almost felt can feel like two CDs, but I wonder if they had like a like big, happy sounding because they're mostly when you actually listen to the lyrics, yeah. or they're not very happy songs, a lot, but like a big, happy, like sounding song, then like a lower energy one and then a high energy. I wonder if that would be better or yeah. if that but wouldn't like, work so well. Even 
like the last song, Stone Temple Pilots, mm-hmm. Lady Picture Show, was probably one of their maybe more milder songs. Yeah. But yeah, it was still a good song, but it was sort of like a mellower song. Yeah. So maybe maybe you're right, but it did try to like pick itself up with Chemical Brothers. Like, yeah. That's a good yeah, yeah, song. yeah. Like, that brings it right back. Mm-hmm. And then there is one song that's kind of mellow, but kind of. I almost feel you cannot really pin this song down. And it's just so 90s. Drinking in LA. A brand man thousand. <laughs> that is so nineties, just the way they talk, the way like the the imagery they yeah. portray. And it's not like a happy, like it's not like a high energy song, but it's kind of near the high energy songs. And yeah. kind of yeah. and then when I actually think of it, I'm like, yeah, that's not really high energy. But yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to not go without mentioning that song and just how how I know every word to that song <laughs> but I never really like listen to what the song is about if that makes sense but that's just I find that song is so 90s feeling that I did find that shift halfway through and I was like huh I think I often gave up on the CD about halfway through. Like maybe just went out or, you know, like maybe I just. You hit your like four beer point, like (laughs) yeah, one beer per song and then you're out. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I mean, or like I was already my. (laughs) Let's go. We're going to go see (laughs) Ali. I mean, I don't mean clothes were on like by naked. I just mean like. I was showered and dressed for the night. Not like, <laughs> not like I would often go around nakedly listening to CDs, but that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and you're good at making it awkward. Yes. So a little bit of stats on this. Yeah, I was surprised. It was it debuted at number one on the Canadian album chart with 128,000 units sold in the first week. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or not, but I think I must have been one of those. <laughs> I, I don't know a lot about stats, like if that's good or not. And that's probably something we'll find out more as we go along in the podcast. One of my favorite music stats is the album Hot Shots by Trooper. Yeah. I and, don't know this stat, but <laughs> And this is going way album. back. This is going before the nineties, probably back to the seventies. Yeah. A Canadian band, but it was estimated that one in three Canadian households owned that album. <laughs> And it was a great album. Like we're not going to review it here. My household did but not. My household did because my parents listened to country. Yeah, <laughs> you should just put Waylon Jennings on the cover and see if your parents would have played it. <laughs> by March 1998, it was certified diamond by yes. the CRA with sales of one million units. So yeah. one million. I don't know how well that sold in the states or if it was just a Canadian thing. Yeah, but just if it was a million. For a Canadian CD like Much Music, that's probably a lot for Canada. Yeah, yeah. Fourth selling uh, Canadian album of all time, or album sold in Canada of all time, yeah. right? Um, which is, I didn't look up what the other three were, but I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, that was it. as of 2020, so I don't know if that's yeah changed now. Probably not. No, I, I don't, don't know. Think... Like the weekend was huge a few years ago. Oh no, Justin Bieber, but. Drake, bare naked, yeah. but I don't know if that's <laughs> I just. I don't know. I need to look it up. But that's just in Canada too, so that could be a little bit different. Yeah. Now, what's funny about this CD, as much as I loved it, and like I said, even though there's that shift, I do love every song. There's no song I hate. There's more ones yeah, I yeah. like more than other, and some that kind of get lost in it. But I don't, I don't own another CD by any of the bands on the album. It didn't make me go out and buy a Sugar Ray. <laughs> okay, so CD. I, I had some of these. Because of this, do you think? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But I remember I had Marilyn Manson CD. I believe I had Blur CD. 
That's why I didn't have them. We didn't have the same CDs. I may have had a Stone Temple Pilot CD, whether uh, it was that one or not. Yeah. I think I may have had the Prodigy CD as well. Um, definitely didn't have Holly McMarillan. I should have bought one at the show. You should have, but you were probably too drunk. Probably spent <laughs> all my money on <laughs> <Booze>. beer. <laughs> Not sure if I had Temptation or the Tea Party, Tea Party CD or not. Maybe I might be, but yeah. So I did have a couple of those. I mean, I do love. They had some like pop hits, some like rock, some like electronic. <laughs> you know, like yeah, they yeah. do. But it did seem to fit together. No, not fit. To, I I always thought it fit together perfectly until I've been listening to it so much and realized yeah. that shit. But maybe I wonder if I ever listened to it on shuffle. Probably, yeah. probably not. I don't maybe. think I would have. I wasn't a big shuffle fan, so I can't remember if I was or not. But so I was thinking about this and what songs could have been on that CD at oh, that time in '97. Yeah, like Foo Fighters just came out with Monkey Wrench. Was that earlier '97? I don't know. Offspring, no doubt. Don't speak. That would have been a. I thought that was like '95 or something. Well, not all these songs came out in '97, did they? I'm not sure, but you think some might have been in another Big Shiny Tunes, like Big Shiny Tunes original. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, but they're like "Bittersweet Symphony" by The Verb came out. I think that's a one-hit wonder song. But Tommy how bizarre! Time of Your Life by Green Day. I thought that was. 98. No, 97, according to my research. I want to say that it was on the Seinfeld, which was like the last episode of Seinfeld, which I believe was in 1998. Do Haas by Ramstein? Yeah. I didn't really know that, I don't think, at the time. But it must have. At some point, I just always remember the song around, so. Yeah, I could go down. I mean, I don't think getting jiggy with it would have been on Big Shiny Tunes. No, maybe much dance. (laughs) Yes. So in your mind, does this album still hold up? Well, 1997 was a big year for me. 97 and like 98 because I graduated from high school, started university. In 98, I started, <laughs> January of 98, I started <laughs> at another university. <laughs> One of the many I went to uh, in Nova Scotia. Um, You know, so I was just 19, just started to go out and party and like, you know, kind of loosen up a little bit in my life. And it was a big year for me. Okay. 97 so that might be partly why I, i'm just so fond of it too like yeah did that answer your question i forget your question <laughs> did it hold up or not hold up or not yes oh for sure i think it did for me too i i think it, nothing really faded away too bad everything's still fresh in my mind and, and there's still like good good bangers as you like to say <laughs> that's that's gonna be my um my uh catchphrase <laughs> So one, That's bangers with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> one little thing that I want to throw out. Is the use of the word bangers? No. I, I uh, threw out there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I looked this album up on Amazon. Yeah. $68. Yeah. Sometimes that happens on Amazon. I yeah. Noticed. I was very surprised by that. That is surprising, but sometimes that happens. I looked up something else today. It was like $30, some sort of album. And just, <laughs> yeah. But. So you think it held up? Yeah, I, I I definitely do. I think it held up pretty good. Your memories, so you said, are around like playing video, video games, games, hanging like, out with friends. Yeah. yeah, same with me, hanging with friends. But like probably at the youth center. Okay. So all <laughs> six youth in our small town could go, <laughs> but that probably was playing in the background and playing pool or ping pong or at the arcade. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Or the I'm pizza joint. Because you weren't old enough to drink because. No, definitely not. And I would never have drank earlier than that, too. <laughs> that's right, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, pretty much all we have for this week. We're going to do this show weekly. Shall we uh, give the audience a little preview of next week? I'm excited for this one. I'm excited to talk about this one. You ought to know what it is. <laughs> I can't believe uh, I'm still laughing at this. It's. Jagged Little Pill by Alanis, and that's Canadian iconic. Yes, that must be up there for one of the top four, like the top three. I think it's probably the top one Canadian. It could album be. Ever, so. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll we'll find out yeah. before next week. Let you know. So if you anyone wants to prepare, they can listen to Jagged Little Pill and yeah, hear if you agree with us. We got our first first six albums ready to uh, review, so I'm looking forward to them. They're quite a collection, and hopefully we'll have some guests. But if you want uh, an album reviewed or you want to come on and talk about an album with us, let us know. And we'll uh, we don't have an email address or anything yet <laughs> to announce, but hopefully by the time this is released, and we'll have an email address and social media and all that fun jazz. Or get a hold of us through the Mess Hall podcast. Yes. For. For the time being? Yes. That's all podcasts at gmail.com. We, we do another podcast, by the way. It's a food podcast. So this is a new podcast for us. Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. and Keep on in. eating. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week.